the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello. God bless you for tuning in. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Before I begin, I would like to greet our listeners from McConnell Unit in Beeville, Texas, our brother in Waco, Texas. You know who you are, that brother in McConnell Unit. You know who you are. Hang in there. Four walls might be limiting your mobility, but inside... You are a new person. You are born again. And whom the Son sets free is free indeed. You do not realize how timely your letter was and how you encouraged me to continue. My dear brothers and sisters who are listening to this program, all of us need encouragement once in a while, and I'm not exempt from that. When you send me letters on how this program has been a blessing to you, I am greatly encouraged to know that I'm making a difference that this program is making a difference. Thank you also for praying for me. Hello, Gail. God bless you, dear sister. Thank you for covering me with prayer. And I'd like to say hello and God bless to Jessica and Enrique. Finally met you. Praise God. Also, hello to Dora Wagnack and Esther Garcia, our prayer warriors. They're mighty warriors of God. And... I would like to thank the entire ministry team for all your faithfulness and for supporting me and for loving me and loving God's people. I am blessed and very grateful to God that he led you, all of you, to Freedom Fellowship Church. Thank you, Jesus. So since you and I have a job to do in the kingdom of our God, let us continue. For the past several weeks, I have been talking about the Holy Spirit, how we must be led by the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you why. In John chapter 16, starting with verse 13, all the way through verse 15, it says, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. See, that's where we get the prophecies and how we know what to expect. We should not be surprised of what is happening in the world because if we listen to the Holy Spirit, he'll tell us. Verse 14. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. So today I will step on your toes again. What else is new, right? I need to get this message across to all of you today. We got it at Freedom Fellowship Church. The core team got it. And we're still discovering by asking the Holy Spirit to continue to guide us. And you need to get this, my dear brothers and sisters. Have you ever wondered sometimes 
wherein you have been believing God for something and you received confirmation after confirmation and nothing happened. I believed with all my heart that I'm onto something today. You know, sometimes we encounter people who don't have any kids and somehow, somewhere along the line, they are pretty convinced that they know how to raise kids more than us parents. Do you know of someone like that? Or is that you? If that's you, repent. And many times, me, myself included, when we watch our favorite games, whether football or basketball or other sports, we always want our team to win. As we watch the game, we are so engaged. And when we're losing, we get upset. We yell at the television, and if we're in the Coliseum, we yell at the players, we yell at the trainers and the coaches, and we want to tell them how to win the games. Somehow, when we want something done, when we want something really bad, we are really convinced that we know more than the players, than the coaches. And we know that if you are a part of that team, you know that you need to trust your fellow mates, your teammates. You need to obey and trust your coach and the trainer. It is your job. It is your responsibility. And you also have a responsibility to continue to practice, continue to improve your game so that you can contribute to the team to win games. In other words, you play by the rules and you do your job, right? In the kingdom of God, as Christians... As we hear directive from God, even though we cannot understand how God will manifest things, we must trust Him. We must obey Him. It is His job, as long as we obey and follow His instruction to the letter, it is His responsibility to manifest things as He promised. Our job or our responsibility is to live by faith, obey Him. We do not tell God what to do. How to do it? Most importantly, we don't need to help him. He is an almighty God. We need to know and learn and understand about our loving father. He cannot be coerced. He cannot be blackmailed. And he doesn't move by needs. He moves by faith and our obedience. Some Christians pray, talk, and act as if we know more than our God. We make our plans, we make our own decisions and our own choices, and then we tell God to bless us. We tell God how to help us out instead of us asking God for instruction. We're trying to tell God what to do, as if we know more than him, or even worse, by our telling God what to do and by helping God, by our action, we're telling God that we don't trust him. He might mess things up for us. And we end up messing things up. We get into trouble. We compromise. Then we give up. The scripture is very clear. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. We take matters into our own hands. And as a result, manifestations of those things that are promised and manifestations of those things hoped for are postponed, delayed, chains. And for some, it's too late. It is not God's fault. God will never withhold good things from his people. He is love. He is merciful. So how do we correct this? 
by the word of God and by following the leading of the Holy Spirit, by engaging God before we make a decision, before we make our choices, we need to ask him and we need to discipline ourselves to do that. Example, you receive a word from God, whether through a vision, whether he led you to a specific scripture in your study time, or you heard an audible voice, or you receive a word, a personal prophecy. And God tells you, and God shared his plan for your life and about your future. A lot of times when you're not asking God for specific instruction, it is always a general prophecy. Like, for example, thus saith the Lord, you will be great in the kingdom of God. You're a part of the transfer of wealth, influence and affluence, and you will lead multitude to Christ, right? Or God is going to give you a family of your own or your family will be restored, and it's general, right? So if you receive a prophecy like that, general in nature, don't jump into conclusion. Don't fill in the blanks. Don't try to analyze things in your mind. Why? Because you are helping God. God is leading you to a place where you've never been before. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit. You need to follow the instruction to the letter. Because remember, you don't know how to get there. You think you know. But thinking and getting there are two different things. The just shall live by faith. And for example, you receive a prophecy that God is calling you into the ministry. And you immediately jump into conclusion. You resigned from your job and went on full-time ministry. Right? Many people of God conclude that if God calls them to the ministry, it means to say that they will be a pastor, they are going to have a pulpit, they're going to preach. Those who are not preachers, those that are not called in the ministry, they walk away from the things of God because they wanted to keep their job. They want to keep doing their business. And at the same time, some of them wants to retire. And they have a uh, wrong understanding of what the ministry entails because they based everything on what they hear from the pulpit. In other words, many Christians want to serve God. They really love God and they want to obey God. But when they're called, when somebody tells them or prophesies to them that they're called in the ministry, they were willing to serve God but not preaching. That's jumping into conclusion. Because you know what? We are all called in the ministry, and we all have one ministry. Whether you are called to minister in the corporate arena, as a housewife, as a performer, as a political leader, as a worker, as an artist, if you are a born-again believer, you are called in the ministry, but not the world system which infiltrated the church. God's real definition of ministry is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is our calling. We are all called to minister. It is a ministry of reconciliation, reconciling mankind back to Father God, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherever we are at, wherever we are assigned right now, we are in full-time ministry. Okay? We are supposed to minister to others as we are living epistles first and foremost. 
by the way we live, by sharing the gospel, by applying God's ways of doing things here on earth. So don't jump in the conclusion when God calls you to be in the ministry. Don't fill in the blanks. Don't assume things or we're going to mess things up. Okay? I don't want you, if you are one of those called, don't walk away from God because you didn't want to preach. I can't blame you. If we are all called to be preachers or called in the pulpit, and then who's going to listen to us? There won't be any congregation. So don't jump into conclusion. Besides, before God will really take you out there, he is going to make sure, if you're going to listen to him, that you are well-equipped, that you are blessed. You don't have to depend on anybody. You're going to depend on him. And your gift or your anointing, because you'll become a gift to the body of Christ, will open doors for you. And a result, you will overcome every obstacle. You will be more than conquerors. You are prosperous because whatever you place your hands to, it shall prosper. So you know when those things start manifesting, then you know that you are equipped to be a minister of the gospel. So don't jump into conclusion. We are all called in the ministry, and we are all living epistles for the world to read. Okay? So don't get into this, I live by faith, and it means to say they don't have any money. Okay? Instead, go to Luke chapter 16, verses 10 through 12, and read it. That is Jesus' definition of living by faith. Okay? Okay. Because you know what? I don't want to become a hired minister or a hard pastor. And that's what a lot of ministers end up becoming, hired ministers. So instead of preaching the gospel in power, they make people feel good. And we never grow up. And we get into all kinds of problems, financial problems. Then some of us, if you don't have any money, you're living by faith. Uh, it doesn't really compute if you read Luke chapter 16, verses 10 through 12. This is not all about money, okay? This is about equipping. This is about prosperity. But money is a part of it. Luke chapter 16, starting with verse 10 through 12. If you are unfaithful in little, you will be unfaithful in much, okay? And if you're not faithful in worldly wealth, who will give you the true riches? And if you are not faithful in other people's properties, who will give you a property of your own? You know, blessing, security, and paying your bills on time is a part of you being faithful. Okay? You may not get all the money that you want when you think that you need them, but you look at it, if you obey God and follow God, bills are always paid. Things are provided for you. It's not how we think, it's not how we want, but it is God's ways of doing things. So you know that you had been faithful, okay? And being poor is not a result of walking by faith. Uh, being poor is a spiritual thing. It doesn't mean to say that you're anointed. No, I stand to lose my anointing when I'm hungry. When I don't have any money to buy food and I'm hungry, I get very grouchy. I get impatient. I get weak. I get headaches. So instead of ministering and praising God and praying to others, I myself need deliverance. I myself need healing from my headache. Are you getting this? Then I have to pray to God for my needs. So I became a part of the problem instead of the solution. You cannot call that being spiritual. 
Jesus is very clear in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Before Matthew 6, 33, he was saying, don't worry about material things, what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear. But in Matthew 6, 33, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. What are those all these things? All material things. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Shall be added to you as well. So that includes... Food, clothes, and a lot of material things. And for me, lots of shoes. But if after you hear, after you heard, or you receive your prophecy about God calling you to the ministry, you went before God, asked the Holy Spirit to teach you, to lead you, to guide you, then when it's time for you to minister before the multitude, you are ready. And if you are a businessman or have a career... The Holy Spirit will more than likely instruct you to study the Word, pray for your workers or employees. He will guide you in resolving issues that you confront every day, conflicts and problems in your place of work or business, or for some of you housewives, in your family. The Holy Spirit will give you witty ideas new concepts, inventions that will make you ahead of others. You listen and obey the Holy Spirit. He will surely make you look good. Remember that. He is God. He is all-knowing, all-loving, all-powerful. He'll provide for you and will surely bless you in every area of your life. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Do not assume things. Don't fill in the blanks, okay? You've never been this way before. Where God is taking you, you've never been before. We may not understand why. No matter how much we pray, no matter how often or how long we fasted, we believe the Word of God. We stand in the Word, but because of our own assumption and presumptuousness, we apply the world's ways of doing things in the things of God. And no matter how hard we try, God cannot move. God cannot manifest those things because of what Matthew 6.33 said. And this came from Jesus. You seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all the material things shall be added to you as well. And what is the kingdom of God? It is not a matter of eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So don't assume anything. Don't apply. Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you how to discern between the world's ways of doing things that we brought in to our walk with God and spiritualize it and those things that belongs to God. Because in our days, starting this month, in accordance to Hebrews 12:27, all things that can be shaken will be shaken so that the things of God shall remain. We are called to apply God's ways of doing things here on earth. And it is quite the opposite with the world's ways of doing things. And we need to keep in mind that Satan has been defeated and the challenge that we're facing right now is in the scripture. That our flesh, our carnality, our emotions and our ways of doing things Our flesh is always at war with the spirit of God that is in us. And the challenge is we were conditioned 
to apply the world's ways of doing things. And then when we got born again, we need to be conditioned by the Holy Spirit to live by faith. We need the Holy Spirit to guide us and to lead us. The Holy Spirit will reveal and will continue to reveal Jesus Christ to us. And once we know who Jesus Christ is, we know who we are in Christ Jesus, and we will become whom God called us to do. He will show his attributes, his character, and he will continue to reveal his plan for your life, for mine. So I just wanted to encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit, okay? Before we were born again, we are physical human beings with a soul. We live and follow the Babylonian or the world's way of doing things. We play by their rules. In order to succeed, you have to have smarts, you have abilities. You're going to rely on your own abilities, your resources, your strength, sometimes your looks and your talents. It will take a lot of time and lots of compromises. You make mistakes, you'll pay for those mistakes. Okay? Then we got born again. We knew it was revealed to us. We got convicted by the Holy Spirit that Jesus became the sin, and he paid for our sin by his blood at the cross. He took our place at the cross, and all sins are passed away. The Holy Spirit convicted us of our sin. We realized that we are sinners and we need a Savior. We accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. We were now born of the Holy Spirit. Our sins were wiped away, our past, and we became a new creature. And this time, in the kingdom of God, it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And the things that will manifest in our lives, the blessings, our promotion, the anointing, our happiness, or our joy, is not depending on being smart, our own abilities, our strength, our own resources, but it depends on our faithfulness, our obedience to our Lord Jesus Christ. It depends on us living by faith. Okay? So you're born again. The Holy Spirit who birthed you in the kingdom of God is now your teacher, your God, your friend, your advocate, your leader. Yes, God uses the five offices to prepare you for the works of service. This time... As long as you obey God, your success is assured. You now must live by faith. And you don't have to toil. Things got changed. Your prosperity, your deliverance, your healing, your victory is not based or depended on your abilities, looks, resources, education, or lack thereof. All you need to do is to believe and be a follower and imitator of our Lord Jesus Christ, being taught and led by the Holy Spirit. It is now not your plan. It is God's plan for your life. And by far, God's plan for your life is far, far, far better than your own. Okay? And you will have a heavenly life. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word today. Thank you for the revelation of Jesus Christ. I pray, Holy Father, for your people who are listening today. I pray for their healing, healing of relationship. And I thank you, Father, that the just shall live 
by faith. And I thank you, Lord, that they will receive their healing by faith right now. In the name of Jesus, you shall not die, but you will live. Thank you, Holy Father. I come against all forms of cancer. I bind all symptoms and pains from your physical body in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for making us faithful to the call. Teach us, Holy Spirit, your ways of doing things, especially now. Purify our hearts. Expose the issues of the hearts that are not pleasing to your sight and make us fall in love with you all over again. Purify our hearts, O God, and grant us a willing spirit. We confess and profess to you today that we will obey you, we will live by faith in Jesus' name. I will continue on this, the next program. Call me at 210-695-1630 or 210-396-7891 or you can email me at sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. We are also on podcast. You can go to our website at SOGMI.org. Join us in our Sunday and Wednesday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off IH10. Our Sunday service starts at 10.30 a.m. and in the evening at 7 p.m. God bless you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.